teach the language, you know? I'm gonna record this yes? so, that, okay. so that if we actually get something out of it, then yeah, we, we no can problem. use it, right? And I've seen some, some teachers or some content in certain schools that by the end of the year, they haven't even covered the second unit of the book. So I mean, it goes so point? much deeper than that, dude. It really does because I, so I don't know if you know, but I used to, I used to be a jefe de UTP. Now, do you know what a jefe de UTP is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so jefe de UTP is like an academic superintendent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a, a, but usually you have one jefe de UTP per colegio, okay? okay? Um, and, but I worked in a, do you know what, you know what colegios particulares subvencionadas are? They only exist in, in Chile. Okay. Uh, they're a relic of the Pinochet. Um, they start, it started okay. in, during Pinochet. Um, so it's, they're very controversial, and actually they just kind of, not were ended, but they were, there was a death blow to okay. them a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, they are privately owned, and they are at, le- at least half government funded. Okay. Okay? Um, and so instead of it's like they're they're much closer to public colegios than they are like most private in most cases private mm-hmm. colegios yeah. in terms of a, let's see like a household income of the parents of students okay. um, and and cost like way way closer to it's it's not free but it's 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 something like 50,000 pesos yes. in that range okay. a month okay and the government pays the rest and the government basically, it's based on, has the set incentives, there are multiple incentives and it's a little complex, yeah. but the main incentive is to get students to, to show up to your school. Exactly. You, sh- you get them to show up, the attendance is high, um, then, then the, the, they, they get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they have to meet certain kind of minimum educational quality standards. Like criteria. Okay. Right? Um, and uh, they have a really bad rap, and I'm, I'll bet it's deserved in a lot of cases uh, for because it's can be lucrative for the for the owner. Yeah. Um, and but but also it kind of what they're trying to do is kind of take the bureaucracy and take some of the uh, kind of the um, I mean, just make more effective versions of public schools okay. for, uh, for people who don't have that opportunity to go to private schools. Mm-hmm. So I was a jefe de UTP de inglés. Okay. There were three colegios um, in Maipú, Pudahuel, and La Granja. Yes. Do you know those neighborhoods? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we had 3,300 students in total. Um, my, my staff of, of English teachers in, in total were, I believe, a 12 to 15 teachers, okay, okay? because it started from Kinder until Cuarto Medio. Yes. Um, and I mean, there are so many stories yeah. I would love to tell you at some point about what happened there. But one of the things that happened is that uh, I would do interviews in English. Okay. Right? And number for one, new teachers. for potential teachers. Okay. Number one, and for substitutes. Yes. Not just for potential teachers, but for substitutes as okay. well, right? right? During the year. Yeah. You would not believe how many teachers could not speak more than one sentence of English. Wow. I mean, I would say... And, more, and they were pretending to be I'm, like... A, I'm talking about more than one sentence. 30% of them could not speak more than one sentence of English. Wow. Okay? Like, it, they were nervous. They were in an, in an interview. But I'm not talking about, like, you know, that there's someone... It's like, like they speak like you, and then they're just nervous. Like I'm talking about... Uh, teach uh, uh, the uh, student like that. Wow. Okay. Wow. So thirty percent. Okay. Um, that's sad. It's sad because you see that happen very often, and you listen for. I have a, a couple of students that are really good in English, and they take the classes just to keep practicing because what the school offers is not nearly enough of what he or she wants or what the parents want, and as soon as is obviously just way ahead of the game, and when I go, I have one stu- when I had one student that I go, went to his house like two times per month, so once every couple of weeks, and in two weeks I asked him, what did you do in these last two weeks? Nothing. And then there was one time with the whole protectas and the whole vacation of uh, of Halloween, and 
So I lost like two of his classes. We lost like two of his classes, which is two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Right. So in total, six weeks that I haven't seen him. Right. And I understand one week was off because of the protesters, but the other five weeks, what have you covered? This page, three exercises. Like right. nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah. I find it to be very It's like mo- like movie teaching and uh, and uh, kind of like um, yeah, there's there's so many things in colegios, particularly mm-hmm. in public and like particular but even in some private mm-hmm. uh, colegios. These are private, yeah. yeah. There's so many things that get in the way of just of just doing everything you can to get in every moment of that class mm-hmm. to get that student to 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 uh, to learn better. Mm. Right? There's so you have no idea how many things get in the way of that. Yeah. So many things from uh and I'll 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 tell you I'll tell you a story about that also. We have so many stories from this okay. from this time um that shaped kind of who we are who we are as a company mm-hmm. and what I'm rebelling against and uh, and and where why I think there's such a huge opportunity for us as long as we keep uh, like getting better and improving every uh, every part of of, of CE mm-hmm. uh, that the, the, the it's just such a blue ocean it's just so open for us okay. right. um, and uh, so um, 30% Maybe more, but I'd say conservatively, thirty percent uh, were in a, un, unable to speak English. Um, and what and would you do there? What? What, what would you do? I, I just I ended the interview. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like they can't they can't be a, they can't be a teacher. They couldn't. I wouldn't allow them to be a teacher. I don't care what their credentials were. It doesn't matter. After that, uh, I'm not saying if you speak English, you're going to be a great teacher. Yes. But that's a but minimum. At least. That's a minimum requirement. Exactly. Um, and uh, and then uh, and then from there, um, you know, like there, uh, uh, there's just there's just so many things. <laughs> With time, I'll, I'll hear all about it. There's so many things. So, um, and and then one of the things also that we have to start recording a lot because yes. I I when we're when we're talking, I have to start to get used to being recorded. Okay. Uh, because when I'm being recorded, it's hard for me to concentrate. It's hard for me to get into a flow state. All right. Right. Um, like to to go in one line of ideas. Uh, yeah, and because I I have in the back of my mind that I'm being recorded. Okay. Yes. And I I think I think the best way to to get over that is just to start keep doing it. constantly getting being recorded. All right. Um. So here's the here's the story about kind of how ba- how bad things are. Right. Okay. So um they. So, again, they hired me as the jefe uh, de inglés, um, and I. One of the first things I noticed was that, um, aside from the fact that the, that the teachers didn't know fifty-five uh, percent of the students' names. Okay. Um, I mean, understandably so, because we're talking about classrooms that were from forty to forty-five students per class. Um, so I can understand that it was it was more work than what they expected, and more and it's a, it was it actually required quite a bit of work to actually remember all of your students' names. But I see that as absolutely essential in any class that you're in. It doesn't matter if you have a hundred students. Um, I think I think if you want to be an effective teacher, you've got to be able to cold call. Um, and to cold call, you need to know everyone's name. Just just to start out with. Beside the fact that actually, if you're a student in the class. Everyone's been a student in a classroom where, uh, where you know that the either, teacher doesn't know your name. Right. Either you know the teacher doesn't know your name or you know the teacher doesn't know somebody else's name in the class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and, and, and you know how it feels uh, when, when you're the person, or not just maybe not a teacher, but just somebody that you've seen many times who doesn't know your name, like you know how it feels. It's disrespectful and it's right. a little bit hurt. Right, and it's and it's uh, kind of sends the message that this person doesn't really care that much about whether I learn or not. Yeah. Um, and it's especially egregious when your teachers are, you know, are locked in a political struggle and using one of their one of their most important, you know, uh, battering ram points against the administration against against 
the people whom they're against is that we are on the side of the students and that and we care about the students and you guys don't care about the students when when I was actually I actually had a different perspective from the administration standpoint and I could see that you know like I, we, we had an entire project called Project Remember mm -hmm. in which we um, we took photo we 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 like we tried to help all of our teachers remember our stu the students names yes. and it failed because we, we did we failed miserably um, and in fact the response from the teachers several of the teachers was they came to me personally privately and they said you know Jordan I'm too old for this okay. uh, there are too many students um, uh, I'm, I I just I do a good job I don't this is not necessary um, and and then several of them said, you know, and you know what, listen, the best thing you could do would just be to fire me, right? People are just waiting to be fired, right? I mean, this is something that happens all around Chile, but the people are just doing their job only because they just, they want, they just want to be fired. Uh, they, they, can't, they, they want the, that, that the best thing that could happen to them in their lives is the lottery ticket of being fired. Um, I mean, imagine that life yes, that sucks. Seems really sad. Yes. So, um, so what we tried to do, Project Remember, did not work out very well. But one of the, another thing I noticed immediately is that there really wasn't there was the administration, or particularly the uh, like the the quality team, mm -hmm. which is uh, like Kevin de Depe, and the teachers were not on the same page really at all. A, it was very much about the kind of the UTP, um, like hitting them on the wrist constantly and making sure that they, they that all the books were signed in the right places for, for good reasons. But uh, we really weren't on the same page in terms of how to improve what was happening inside of the classrooms. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so uh, I, like, I came across this book, Teach Like a Champion, which is a story unto itself. Um, and I was like, oh, great. I mean, we can, we can, these are all things that happen, yeah. can happen in any classroom. Mm -hmm. They're just describing them. They're giving them a name, right? And now we can just use shared vocabulary. Be like, hey, I love the way you called call, but, uh, but this thing, I think you missed the warm aspect of mm -hmm. warm strict, yeah. right? And we can, let's train it, right? So that, so that if it's clear, then there's something that we can work on mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of like, more general bullshit things like um, uh, you're not putting the student first. Like the student is not the protagonist in your class. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I mean, you could you could talk about it. We yeah. can, but you know what? I'll tell you what. A hundred people, if you ask them what making the student the protagonist of the class means, a hundred people will t will give you a hundred different answers. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, why? It's because it, it's 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 bullshit. It's a, it's a, um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it just generic language. Okay. Okay. Um, and there's way too much of that in teaching. So, uh, I, 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 we, we worked on translating Teach Like a Champion and kind of, and, uh, and we, we put so much work into it, my team and I. Mm -hmm. Um, and my team also is another story. It's okay. like, a, like I, I put together the X Men of, of teachers from the school. Okay. I went. I started going around looking for who are the outlier teachers in the district, okay. and then I begged them to come work with me in my administration right. and my and my team because I thought I felt like if we're going to be teaching teachers, um, I want the best teachers to be teaching so teachers, okay. right? Um, and and. They have to make it's a long story. To make that long, long story short, um, when I left, uh, I didn't want to lose all the work that we had done to make changes in the colegio. Mm -hmm. So I saw that some positions opened up in the Ministerio de Educación, and I really encouraged them to both uh, my, my two main team mem uh, team members to yes. apply. Right. And right now they're both working in the Ministerio de Educación. Um, uh, pushing a lot of the ideas that we've worked on nice. uh, in, in the colegios, um, and great. one of them is like eight. She's a super talented 
uh, professional, great teacher, super talented, and a great, very good political instincts. Um, like everyone likes her. She's very good about kind of getting things done that she needs, she wants to get done, and getting people to join her. Um, and she's like a rising star in the Inglesa Reportas section of the Ministerio de Educación. Yes. And she could someday be an assistant, like the, the, the head of Inglesa Reportas or uh, like high up. Yeah, so, so anyway, um, uh, we put this great pres project presentation together and I was, I was making a big presentation in front of all of the uh, jefes of the, of the school. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, this guy walked in, uh, and we worked very hard on this presentation. Everyone's attention went toward this guy. I have no idea who this guy is. The rector academico stands up, like goes, hello, and I'm like, okay, there's some dude, he's some dude. Some, maybe, there's, something, there's something important about this guy, right? But I, I'm focused, I, I, I practiced this presentation a million times, and the, the guy sits down, and they're going, and I just keep going. And at the end, uh, he comes up to me, or with the rector, and the, uh, he, the rector introduces him. He says, Jordan, uh, this is, um, él es como el encargado de, creo que como sector poniente okay. del Ministerio de Educación. Okay. Um, and so I guess there are like three directores, and then there's the head of the Ministerio de Educación. Okay. Uh, and he said, ha, he said, hello. Um, I, that was, it was really good what, uh, what you did. Man, could you send that to me? Okay. Uh, I said, sure, absolutely. I'd be happy to do that. Uh, we worked really hard on it. And, yeah. uh, I'd be happy to do it. And he goes, yeah. He goes, it was really, really good. You know, you know what the problem is in, uh, in, in education? You're from the States, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, the education there is a lot better than it is here. Do you know what the problem is here? And I said... No, like, what, what do you think the problem is? And he said, the problem is the teachers. That the teachers in Chile are not professional. Uh, they, they're, not as, they're not like they used to be. They used to, they used to, they used to uh, really treat this as a, as a respected profession. Um, and they... Um, they don't. They don't care as uh, like like. They don't care as much about the kids. Um, they're uh, they're uh, they don't have that same vocation that they used yeah. to have. Um, they're not as responsible, um, and and they're a problem. And I said, yeah, I I, I don't I disagree with you. Mm -hmm. um, and he goes, yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you say that the teachers are the problem, are the problem and that they're, they're lacking the voc uh, vocacion and, and that they're, uh, they don't care about the students anymore. Um, and the, but the teachers say, you know, it's the government or like the, the government, the curriculum is ridiculous. Um, Exactly, the, that the, the that it's the government, and that they say that the administration only cares about lucrando, mm -hmm. um, and the students don't have the same values anymore, and the teacher and the parents don't care. They don't come to the conferences. They don't teach their kids values, and the kids, the students say that the teachers don't care about them, and they're they're not they don't and good. Everybody brushes off their responsibility, and nobody like. And I go through them. all of this. I go through I go through the entire cycle, right? Um, and they they talk about the administration. They say that the government, you know, they don't care that mm -hmm. that they, they they suck and that they uh, that they, uh, it doesn't make sense. And the parents complain about the administration. The administration says it's the teachers that they just constantly go on strike, and there's and and they don't, and they don't they they never want to be on the same page. And it's political warfare. And in this entire ecosystem, everyone is blaming everyone else, and so few people are saying this is the circle of control that I have, and I'm going to do my absolute best to focus on what I can control and do it as well as possible. And if everybody does that at the same time. Exactly, and I, I go through this entire impassioned plea about how clearly what I see is that everyone else is just constantly blaming everyone else, right? And so few people are taking taking 
responsibility for what's within their control. And he looks at me and he goes, Sí, pero son los profesores. And um, I think this is another issue that happens for political, for personal, for at- attitudinal reasons. I think um, it's, it's mindset. The deeper that education goes at the country level. Sure. Then it's, and maybe one, one of the main reasons of these last few weeks of protest is that is that everybody blames everybody. That's right. Right. Everybody like the 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 poor class blames the rich class. The rich class poor blames the poor class. Everybody blames the government. The government blames the people. So. And if you think about it, yes, there are certain things that are, aren't working well, but at the same time, there are things that do work well, and people are nagging about it as well, and it doesn't make any sense. So it's just a constant nagging in yeah. every direction possible without even looking at what you are or aren't doing. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, you, like, and the only reason that as, well, not the only reason, I don't want, I don't want to take away your agency, but as, a uh, an act an, an actor yeah. right which is historically as left as you can possibly be right mm-hmm. um, the uh, the the uh, um, well like, we want to get into politics I have no idea where I am in politics mm-hmm. anymore I yeah. I've, 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 I've so many things have happened that have and, and like yeah on these things like like most social issues I'm as I'm as I'm as socially liberal as can be um, and 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 uh, uh, financially probably at this point I'd say I'm conservative um, and but but it depends on the issue right but uh, but so many but you like you're the only reason that that you you have that context and that perspective is because you've experienced what's happening in Venezuela, mm-hmm. right? And that allows you for, for as bad as that, as that might be, that allows you to kind of take a step back and say, like, this, this, some of the same stuff is happening yeah, here. And it's, it's not just Venezuela, Lebanon as well. It has always had different kind of problems, like political problems, religious problems a lot. Religious in Venezuela? No, in Lebanon. Oh, yeah. So, like, taking a little bit from Venezuela, taking a little bit from Lebanon. Sure. And, like, following up a little bit on sometimes what happens in the States. And taking a little bit of everything I see here, like, I can take that step back and observe it from a third third point of view. Yeah, but I'll bet you, I mean, when you, uh, have you talked about this with your fellow actors and with, like, fellow artists? Like the politics side? Yeah. No, we almost almost never talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's good for you, it'd be good for you to stay away from that, because I guarantee you, I I bet you, I I don't know what you think, but Mm -hmm. I'd say probably most of them would virulently disagree with you. Yeah, most probably, but uh, right now we're talking about it, but I usually, like, in politics, I almost never give my opinion, I almost never have a strong opinion about one side or the other. Great, this is one of the reasons why we hired you, Johnny. And there's no, there's, there's no, uh, and, and not, not because of politics, mm-hmm. because of a politics. Yes, right. Exactly. It's like, so, it's not for me right now in my point of life, career, professional and personal, I don't think politics give me or give away for me something that I want or don't want. So they don't affect me directly, like in my day to day, so why would I bother focusing so much energy on something that Right, I mean, I mean, a lot of people would disagree, and would say that the personal is the, is politics, mm-hmm. right? Um, but uh, but the, one one of the reason that we have so many Venezuelans working here uh, is is uh, well, first of all, you guys are you guys like I'm so happy to be working with you guys. Uh, really, I mean, uh, I've, I've I've had a short time with you. Yes. Let's keep it going, yes, right? Yes, right? of course. But but uh, with Jose and Jessica. Um, I've had more time, mm-hmm. and I like. I just really enjoy working with them. And one and one. When I say rebellious, this gets right to the heart of of what one way in which we're rebellious is not that it's not for. I'm, I didn't hire anyone for political reasons, mm-hmm. for apolitical reasons. Mm-hmm. I what I, I think that one thing that has infected education is politics. Okay, and uh, and and but people with good intentions. Okay, and just. Uh, bad effects. Yes. Okay, and what I'm, what I want is, I just don't, I don't want that to be a part of what we do at all. Yes, exactly. I, I, all I want to focus on is every day, 
what will help our, our students uh, get, uh, get to that next uh, improve in, as efficiently and effectively as possible in terms of being able to speak English? Yes, because whatever happens outside, it happens outside and that's it. Absolutely. One of my students is from Ontario school. I have quite a few from there. And I also used to give classes to his mother. And with the mother, it's, the class is mostly conversational, and she talks to me about her work, about right. her children and everything. And the last few classes, she was really upset about the school, and she's even considering withdrawing her, her children from Akeo school, because when the protests started, the school accepted for the, for the, the youngsters, like 14, 15, to put a few signs like, Chile de Perto, like right. this, like that. And it started like a, Cute, positive vibe to support everybody else on this, right. and it escalated really quickly. And now the the tercero and cuarto medio are protesting every day inside the school. They're starting to graffiti at Inman Cable School. I mean, right. And it's a very prestigious school. And now the parents, some of the parents are defending. Yes, we should stand up with the, with our country. But this mother and I, I believe she is right. That whatever your opinion is. I respect it, but keep it outside the school fences. Right, exactly. Keep it and the school messed up at the first moment they said, make that one sign. Right. And because when you, you did that, you did a carte blanche for all the students, okay, we are a political place. I totally agree. So, and but, but the thing is that you're, you have no idea how much pressure is on the administration yes, to do that, right? Yes. And because... A lot of parents are, pre are pressuring, like, let's support everybody outside and everything, so maybe they succumbed on, under that, that I pressure. mean, you go to any, you go to the top pedagogy programs around the world, in, in the United States at least, they are just, in every, every minute of the curriculum is entirely captured by ideology. Entirely, it's it's there's there's never there's you, it, it, there's never a, a moment where they go where they train you for what happens at eight thirty five a.m. when the class started at at eight thirty and the students are still wrestling around they're standing up they're they're making noise what do I do to get to efficiently get them uh, get them uh, engaged in, and uh, and to, how do I how do I pass out these papers mm -hmm. in a way that that uh, that will um, help move us toward the objective of the of the okay. class right there's that doesn't exist in teaching mm -hmm. what exists is childhood development Lacanian mirror theory um, uh, like uh, I mean like things that in let if I'm gonna be friendly if I'm gonna be nice that are at best a luxury to be to be talking about and con and, and considering in in, in pedagogy, um, but at worst are are deathly to 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 uh, to actually uh, to actually producing great teachers. Yes. Um, yeah, you want to be a great teacher. Figure out how to get them cognitively engaged in, in, in the moment, and, and and train that again and again and again and again. All this theory is 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 just that. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and so uh, you know, where they're just they're the the profession is has been captured by ideology, right? So what we're looking for here is not people who are on the right or on the left, right? I don't want anyone who is in this, uh, I, want, I, want, I don't want anyone who is incredibly ideological to be a coach, mm -hmm. right? Ideologically, super ideological on the right or super, super ideological on the left. Because it will filter through your classes. It That's right. From, yeah. That's right. I just want people, I, we are, we are, I want to be, I want us to be apolitical, which in and of itself mm -hmm. is a is, is a is political and is a controversial stance. Yes. Super controversial in education. It is. Okay. But it uh, lets you focus on what you have, like. Exactly, and I want to be totally focused on hitting our mission, mm -hmm. right? Because, because uh, there there are consequences. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Like it's not just. It's not just the financial consequences of all this stuff about like you know yeah you get a better job in English make more money um, you know you, you, when you're on uh, the bougie kind of when you're on vacation yeah. that you get you get a chance to like um, uh, you can you can speak more English 
um, or even more bougie here in Chile, um, your ability to speak English is, is a class indicator, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and when you get up to the bubble uh, in, 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 in that part of the city, yeah. um, you know, people uh, feel less than so much of the time uh, because uh, they, they're, you know, other friends speak, can, can in the conversation speak English. Uh, just right. even a few words, yeah, exactly. right? And that they feel like, oh my God, I'm I'm a charlatan. I'm going to be found out. They're going to know that that I didn't go to the schools that they went to and all yes. that stuff, right? I don't belong here. Right. I mean, and that is extremely powerful. That I'll bet you that drives a lot of our uh, like our. That's that's a real fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here it's it's very it's very apparent. It's very strong that that difference between classes and the whole. It's so class oriented, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and people and and you know what that's animating a lot of what's happening in, in uh, English classes. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks about it, which is one of those things where you know maybe we would maybe we would release this this recording us mm -hmm. talking about this. Guarantee you that won't happen in any other English institute, right? Because this is the truth, mm -hmm. right? Fine, come at you want you want you disagree with me. Come at me with your arguments, your right? Convince me. Convince me otherwise. Exactly. So uh, when I say that we are rebellious and that we are we're disruptive and that we're we're doing something that's uh, that's totally different, and that has to be communicated through every every way that we communicate. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm we, there's just one way in which we're doing it, right? Um, that that we are a, we are apolitically focused. On, on what works, because it's not just all of these like economic reasons, mm -hmm. but also you are you uh, to, like I'd say three other things. People come in, they op they open up their brain, mm -hmm. and we put stuff inside of their brain, right? There's some there's incredibly we have a responsibility, and uh, there's a sacred uh, something sacred. Yeah. Okay. Number two, uh, they are giving us the most valuable. Resource. They're they're paying us with the most uh, with something that's incredibly valuable to them, and it's not. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about time. Yes, exactly. Right. That they're giving us their time. They're giving us their energy, their emotion, their emotional capabilities. We're yeah, asking them to come back over and over and over again after after uh, going through highs and lows, highs and lows in this process, and we are mo pushing them, motivating them to come back. We have a responsibility. Um, I'm talking about, and I'm thirdly, I'm talking about how they, um, like, like these are, these are people who have done this, like, I love when we get these English Institute orphans, mm -hmm. um, who have been through, uh, institute after institute after institute, and just think that classes don't work, that, that the traditional, the, the, the that, that, that really... The, the reason that group classes don't work, mm -hmm. I love it when they think that because I want a fucking chance to change their mind because I know it's not true. Mm -hmm. I just know it's, I've had so many experiences uh, that show me otherwise that it, it's just, it's absolutely not true. It's not them, it's the way they've been taught. It's the curriculum they've, been, they've used to teach it. It's the, it's the uh, talent, uh, the quality of, of instruction that we're receiving and the quality of talent of the, of the teacher and coach that, uh, that they've had. Um, it's all of these things that have not been done well and, the, and it's not clear for, to, to most people as to why. Yeah. But it's clear to me. Mm -hmm. You don't have it clear. Right. Um, and, uh, and, and so we, we are... We are not uh, kind of going back to the original, the intro. Mm -hmm. um, this is not just kind of like, uh, hey, this is your, um, your average kind of learning English and improving English podcast. Okay. This is, we are, we are rock and roll in a time of, uh, in the 50s. Um, we are Moneyball in, in baseball. Did you see Moneyball? Oh. Uh, you, the books there. You should really okay. the movies with Brad Pitt. It's actually a very good movie. All right. Um, the books even better. Um, we are um, like we 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 see we're the red pill in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. We see that that uh, that 
uh, education is the most important thing in the world, and it's gone horribly wrong with because of but, but well intentioned in most cases. Yes. Right. But it's gone horribly wrong, um, and and that with that uh, we we also in our classes. I mean that that's that's not a part of what we do every day, right? But that's animating uh, the fight. Exactly. Right. That that that, that we have something to offer. Um, the students notice it as soon as they get into one of our classes. They notice it, right? They notice something. They notice the results, and they start thinking, "Why has this not happened in any other place?" Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and that's so why they keep coming back. That's right. And so. W- when when we when we intro when when I made that that talk, mm-hmm. I mean you listen you listen to the talk right? I mean like I'm hitting at some major myths uh, in education. A lot of people believe like first of all, a lot of people believe that that if you ask them the reason that that woman wanted a conversation class, mm-hmm. like, we don't do conversation classes, mm-hmm. okay? And this is nothing against no offense uh, to you, mm-hmm. but um, but conversation classes are incredibly inefficient if you want to actually improve somebody's skills. And I'll bet you, maybe you wanted to get in there and actually do some teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And do some actual uh, like skill transfer. And she just didn't want that, right? Um, and the reason is not because she doesn't, if she couldn't, if, she, the, uh, if we go back to the outcome resistance, yes. that, if, that if, she, she, if she could press that button and have better English, she would press it. Yes. And, and press it like 20 times, right? right? She, and she would do it immediately, mm-hmm. right? It's that she doesn't believe, based on her past experience inside of classrooms and with teachers and with a training, she doesn't believe in the eff- efficacy of, of that. Yeah, that's she thinks that it's just better to just speak. Mm-hmm. And w- one of the main things she told me when we started is that, is exactly that, that uh, Johnny, I, I, I'm not good at languages, my husband is good, that's exactly that. Uh, and you were saying that it's... Most of my adult students, more than the children, say that. It's like, I have this or that person that knows how to speak, they travel, they speak fluently, and when she talks, she talks really well. Right. I mean, she has certain mistakes, of course, but she talks really well, she can communicate her idea, she gives good opinions while talking in, in, in English, because something is being like um, very fluent in your language and using, uh, I don't know, uh, phrases or idioms or anything, but in another language, you 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 don't you're like Sofia Vergara and Modern Family. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know how smart I am in in, in Spanish. Yeah. In English, <laughs> she doesn't sound smart because she doesn't know how to use the idioms. She doesn't know how to use the phrases, and that woman feels that about herself. Is like, you know what? I am not good for languages. Uh, I've always had pro- problem, and whenever she makes a mistake, it's like. You see, I made a problem, but no, all right, let's train it again, say it again, say it again. And then by the end of the classes, like last month, and she noticed quite a bit of an improvement because I touched uh, the same conversation that we had on the first class. I, t- I took note of it, and without even telling her, and I very casually, I asked her the same questions that I asked her on the first few classes, and she answered like fluently. And then I reminded her about those first few classes and I told her, remember when you said this, this, and that about this topic and this, this, and that about this topic? And her eyes widen up, it's like, whoa, wow, right. okay. Oh no, yeah. And that's when she noticed that she has actually improved a little. Well, great. But, and, and the fact that you can actually get that improvement from her in a conversation class is a testament to, to kind of your, your, your teaching uh, skills and instincts, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, but but it's an incredibly inefficient way to do it. Yes. Just like if you wanted to produce a great soccer player, just like you would not just player. run them through scrimmages every day. Yeah, exactly. Right? You just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Messi is famous as a is like practicing harder than anyone else on fundamentals. I'm doing passing drills. Michael Jordan was famous for doing free throws mm-hmm. over and over and over again. All the other players on the t- or the other players on the team would watch him and be like, "Dude, you're Michael Jordan." Stop practicing free throws, right? Exactly. You're, you're the best in the game. And he would say, dude, the reason I'm the best in the game is because I'm practicing three throws. Exactly. Free People throws. see it and like in the, the reverse way, and it's that way that works. But the same thing in theater uh, in my first few years in Venezuela when I was studying theater there. When I used to be, when one of the exercises was to be a director of the, of the, of the play, 
because I love to be an actor and I love to be on the other side as well. It's like the, the, it's, I have both sides. And whenever I was an, a director, my first instinct was, all right, let's run through the script, through the whole 15 pages, and let's run again and let's run again. And it wouldn't come out as good as I wanted it to be. And then I started noticing like, you know what? All right, today we're gonna cover just this page, just this page, let's go again and again. All right, before the page, this paragraph, let's work on the intonation, let's work on the body posture, the body language, everything, repeat that again, again, again. We finish that first scene, we do it, everything, and then we pass on to the second one, like cover the 20% first, like let's do this first, let's cover who are you as a character, what do you want, what's your objective, who, what are you looking for, and before you even memorize the text, because uh, like, uh, like an easy go-to trick for actors, like, no, at first I memorize the text, and then I'll say, no, first understand who you are. And right, sometimes, exactly. for example, I don't know, you're doing a character in, I don't know, Hamlet, and okay, who is Hamlet? What's the name of his brother? What's the name of his sister? No, his brother doesn't show up in the play, but okay, but what's his name? You have to know who's your family, even if they don't show up. What did you eat yesterday? No, but they don't show that. But what did you eat yesterday? What are your preferences of food? So you start digging into what kind of character he is so that that way you know who that person is. So whenever he says, I killed my father, you know what the fuck he was thinking about before he killed his father. Right. So that, that I think it can be moved into the class in some ways through drills and through scrimmages, but like to, to attack those specific points before you attack the whole game. Well, there's, I mean, like, you could, I can, it's very easy to imagine why you did that when you first started out, mm-hmm. um, and why people, why teachers, uh, like, all over Santiago go to, like, Starbucks, or go to people's houses, or, or meet with people and have these, uh, uh, these well, conversation classes, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, like, very clear why they do it, like, from the teacher perspective, uh, well, from the student perspective, like, I've had bad experiences in classes, I don't want to do that, the best way to learn is just by speaking, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I get to, like, be, fr- I had, like, I get to be kind of uh, friendly with somebody, um, and have a, have a nice, pat- have a good time, mm-hmm. um, it's fun, it's more fun to do that than to do classes, um, and what else, I mean, like, I, uh, it's, uh, I feel like um, I'm. Uh, this is uh, that that uh, yeah. And then like I'm not being asked. I'm not being challenged so much mm-hmm. that like I don't have. I, I there are a lot of things I want to do in my life. I, I do every day. I'm a busy person. Like I don't want to be back in school and in class. And plus, grammar. it doesn't. I'm not good at languages. This doesn't. That doesn't really work. Um, I've done it. I've tried it before. Trust me. You have no idea. I've tried it over and over again, right? So, t- teacher, just do this. Stop trying to teach me. Just have a conversation, right? From the teacher's perspective, it's like, great, someone's, uh, someone maybe is buying me a muffin and a coffee, right? Um, I get to, I make, I'm in a new country, maybe, and I get to make friends with, with, uh, with people. Um, I get, sometimes we have, like, really good conversation, um, and... Um, and this is what this person wants, um, and and every time I even try to teach a little bit, like I get either a look or a clear signal from the student that like this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, go back to what I want, right? Um, and and also like I don't have to like I don't have to keep staying on top of somebody because it's hard to do that. And I, plus, I don't get that great results when I generally t- teach someone in the ways that I'm told to teach anyway. Uh, I don't get that. It's so like, listen, this is what they want. They're paying me, um, and and that's great. This is this is what I want to do. It makes perfect sense why people do that. It also makes perfect sense why you know I'm I'm fat and I love eating uh, bad food, right? I like love it. I love it, and 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 like makes perfect sense why I eat pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eat pizza because pizza in the moment tastes fucking delicious. Right? It yes. tastes delicious, yeah. right? And and like it's like and 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 instead of and and you're telling me that instead of like just doing something that that, that I love in that moment and that is delicious for me, that I have to replace that with like Wrong. discipline and 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 like and like uh, uh, keep like like uh, 
non-delicious things or like no why and and why would I want to do that Um, but but there's there are effects of those things Mm -hmm. Um, and and one of the effects for me is that whenever I want to whenever you know I feel bad about myself uh, like I I think I have these all flood of thoughts and one of them is you know I I'm not I can't lose weight or I can't uh, I'm 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 not I have bad genetics or I have okay. bad whatever. Right? The locus of my yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. The locus is outside of me. Yes, exactly. This is where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this kind of leads to this idea of of, of kind of uh, like where are the adults in society today? Mm-hmm. Where are the experts? We don't believe in experts anymore. You know, this is why we elect. Everybody's an expert with Google, and that's it. Sure, and 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 also we're we 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 hate the experts. Like mm-hmm. well, this is why Donald Trump is probably the president. One of the reasons why he's the president of the United States is because people are just like I'm. The the experts have led us to here. Mm-hmm. I'm done with those people. Uh, I'm just I'm picking the person who's like the anti-expert. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's the one I'm going to go with. Right. Um, or and it's, on the left, it's it's kind of uh, it's like they want they just want to push the red button that changes everything, right? So it's on the right in the United States, it's Trump. On the left, it's uh, it's Bernie Sanders, maybe, right? But they just want they don't they don't want to go with the people who are like the they want to see the most change, and maybe it's not the most effective one, but let's change, let's change things up because that's right. Um, and so and so people just kind of have revolted against mm-hmm. expertise and 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 also. Like when I when you like when you like the the Colegio Manquehue example is a good is a good example. Um, where are the adults these days? Mm-hmm. Like you're uh, the 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 students are under your care. They're under your protection. You are you are you're taking the sacred oath of 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 educating them and setting them up for to 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 pursue what makes them happy in their life. And to pursue the opportunities that'll 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 uh, that will uh, allow them to to grow and take care of other people in their lives, mm-hmm. right? That's a sacred oath that you've taken, and you you can't give that up for any reason, for especially for for uh, for you know these I- ide- ideological the, the politics and mm-hmm. ideology. Yeah. Um. So. You know, we are. Uh, I mean, I, I, I. We have to talk also about about what. Uh, about I want to I want to kind of take you through what we what we're going to be and what we're moving toward as a company. Like what's the the, the projection? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, um, like, you know, I, uh, I, I see lots of problems, mm-hmm. uh, and. And I, I, I want to cut through the bullshit um, and focus on what works because ultimately, you know, uh, like if you're if you're a if you're in education, you'll say, you know, like uh, you know, how could you leave out um, you know uh, things as important as the wage wage uh, or uh, like wage gap. Uh, the uh, um, the uh, what's it called? The difference in, in uh, between the people who have and the have and the have-nots. Oh, okay. Um, uh, gender. How can how can you leave out all those things in education? Uh, and then people on on in the, from the business side are going to be like, yeah, but what about uh, profit? You know, like like you're you're just focused on on doing well. You know, like. There, there's so much money out there in English. Why aren't you just offer them what people want? People want conversation. They want online. They want native teachers. They want uh, and, and they don't want like to be. Uh, they don't want like a traditional uh, or like a. They don't want like a, a kind of a teacher centric approach. Uh, they they they're done with that, right? Um, just give them what they want, yeah. right? Um, and there's so much money out there. 
and just just start just just grab cash. It's a it's a it's a cash machine. Just go out there and just start grabbing as much cash as possible. Um, and I'm say to both of them, you guys are both fucking wrong, mm-hmm. right? And actually, the truth is that if we can if we can get to a point where and we have to be able to measure this yes. much better than we're measuring it now, but if we can measurably uh, in, in, uh, improve uh, people's English um, t- uh, and far like far more than what uh, than than uh, than anywhere else, that we can make good use of their time. If they can love coming here. If they can, uh, if 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 we can, if we can actually make uh, make a difference um, in their English, mm-hmm. um, then then there's no reason to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what people want. Exactly. People want to push that. People want to push that button. That's what they want. And and right now, all over the industry, uh, they're they're offering them a uh, well. They're offering them a a service to meet that meet what they're asking for, right? But they're not offering them a a medicine to relieve their pain. Mm-hmm. That's not what's happening. The pain is that they need, they want, and desperately, in most many cases, desperately need and desire to improve their 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 ability to speak, uh, have conversations in English, yeah. right? And and there's there's nobody they're they're, not, they're out there they are they are just I don't know nobody but they're just not solving that and certainly not on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're lucky if you have a great teacher. Maybe you're lucky if someone's animated by some really great ideas out there and is just has is is not, is focused on objectives and and measuring and figuring out how to achieve goal the, achieve those goals over and over and over again and is really good at getting you there and motivating you and stay, keeping you motivated. You're lucky if that if you're just lucky if that happens. Uh, but they're 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 just taking your money and giving you what 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 you're asking for. That's right, and and again, I'll I'll say I don't think it's because I think in almost all cases, um, the owners of these institutes and like the the people who the staff who run it, you know, they they really want their, the students to improve, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but you know, um, they they also want to uh, keep building their business and, and make money. Mm-hmm. Hey. No, come on in, come on in. How are you? How are you? Did I see you this morning? Oh, thank you. Uh, do you like them? Uh, I, I, I really like the Flaming Hot Cheetos. They're really good. Have you had them? Yes. They're really good. They were like getting um, a matcha. Oh my god. I walked right into something. Did... Is this a Burger King? So we're recording right now, by the way. Um, you're welcome on. No, no, don't worry. Record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, we, I don't know if we're going to use it or not, but but we're just kind of getting used to recording these so kind of long filler conversations. Filler Yeah, or I mean, maybe use the entire thing. Okay. Like um, just put it out there. Yeah, put it out there and then start seeing what people react to, uh, good or bad, and and, and, we'll and then and start chopping it down into little well, like content that yeah to talk about that. Yeah. So uh, I'll re re record that intro. I think I have an idea how to what I would do. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to quickly listen to some of the parts that that you were talking about to like to have to, to get that vibe to what I can do to make that intro a lot more interesting. Great. More like catchy. Yeah, and, d- and don't worry about it because like we could totally use what you had, mm-hmm. um, what you have, but. I, I, I like just just get the next version out there. We'll try it, okay. and then we'll see we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, so for this first one, would you like to go with that one, and we'll try with the second one? Yeah, yeah well, well, you can put it for the first video. With that. Yeah, let's okay. put it. All right. Um, and and also, you don't have to uh, worry that uh, as much about pronunciation. Okay. Okay. Um, you could speak just the way you. I want you to speak. One of the things I want to do also, like, I. I uh, whatever you think about Trump, and and trust me, okay. I, I uh, like. I mean, I, I I just I have my own ideas about him. Okay. okay. Uh, one thing that happened when one one of the reasons I think he he won the presidential election uh, is that he was so like. 
different than so not just because of him, but because all the politicians kind of speak in the same way, mm-hmm. right? They have uh, they use this same vernacular. Um, they uh, they're they're there's just like this constant like strategy playing in every word that they're they're saying. That that woman Clinton was just a little bit more of the same and people just wanted to see, okay, what can Trump do? Let's see. And this guy sounds like does not it doesn't sound stiff. Mm-hmm. Says things that are just crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. And um, and he's he's clearly not like measuring every syllable of every word that he's mm-hmm. he's talking about, right? And I think people respond well to that. Um, and in part, it's just because you know, like they just people know when you're bullshitting them. They have this instinct when you're bullshitting them. You look at look at all the think about all the advertisements you see for English classes mm-hmm. on the web. In the metro, on TV, what are, what are what do they show? One of the most common ones is like a picture traveling and go travel and speak English or right. And you have like some pretty girl, long hair, brunette, uh, like smiling, very bright white teeth, um, holding her books, uh, pointing. Um, you have you have like the the group sitting around and like 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 looking uh, intently at a like computer a screen interview like for a big job that they need English right and and uh, and it's it's all the same stiff fake posed uh, um, boring uh, generic that you could you could literally take the, any one of those photos and put it into the same into any institute. It would just be. It would be fine. They're all interchangeable, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and I, I don't want to be that, mm-hmm. right? I want us to, to like, to speak as we normally speak. I want us to, uh, to, um, to cut through all, all of that stuff, and say, listen, we have something to offer you. Yeah, there are going to be times where we're, where we're not going to say things. Exactly the way that that you that they should be said, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but we're not worried about that. Mm-hmm. What we're worried about is actually what works, right? Um, we we are who we are, right? We all have our good and bad. Uh, we are who we are, um, and uh, and and if you uh, the only, if you catch us on something that we say that's like not the right thing to be said or not the right moment to say it. The only reason you're catching this is because we're just being honest, exactly. right? Then the only reason you're not catching other people is because they're hiding that from you, mm-hmm. right? They're meticulously like calculating every word. That's right. Okay, and so that's our brand. That's our image. Um, that and it's kind of like one with uh, with uh, telephone companies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's that it's one of the things that hit with one is that it was immediately apparent that they were different than everyone else. And it's very young, actually, and it, it's so big now because they they had, like, an explosion, and I haven't really looked into it to see how or what did they do that made it so different than everybody else. Look at their photos. Because I, I, I asked around, and some people told me that Wom has been here, like, like really been here, like, three or four years, not more. Yeah. And you look at Movistar, you look at Atel, you look at the DR or Virgin or whatever, and they've been for decades, maybe, and it's just a little bit more of the same. And the warm uh, advertisements are look at their look at their photos. Are different. Like, look, take a. Look. I mean, could could this could this ever be a photo for Entel or Movistar? No, never. They're really different. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> look at this. I know. Right. And it's a little bit of everything. It's not the same vibe. It's just a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, every every photo is just like we are not a tele, we're not a, a telemobile uh, company. Mm-hmm. That's not we're not that. And they're very aggressive with their with their advertisements. Like it's everywhere. It's in your face, but it's different. So you don't like uh, more of the same. Absolutely. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah. So like they they and they don't care they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. right like they're they're like like if you hate if you if you, if this is what like ultimately what, what really matters to you mm-hmm. is that you get good service you get good prices right and we just want your attention mm-hmm. right and and like and we and these you share this stuff on WhatsApp you share this you talk about this stuff with mm-hmm. your friends 
Why should we not? Why? Why what, what are we hiding? Shouldn't it be for our yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe one of those pictures could go like fifteen minutes. Uh, like have a fifteen minute of fame trivia. Not much trivia, like uh, trending. Like it can be trending for a bit. Like yeah, it can oh, go viral. Is, uh, viral. That's the word. Like yeah, it can go viral for a bit. Like because th- this this image like is really funny. <laughs> Right, I mean, and and it's like, but clearly, this is not like you like this is not a telemobile company. It's no, not like Entel and Movistar had such such similar kind of like very professional. Yeah, it was, and it was and and it was always toe the line, like find that line that's not offensive. That did that. Oh, and, correct. Yeah, like like oh, we can't do this one because sixty four percent of the of uh, the Chilean population will feel like they're. Uh, that that this is that this will make us like this, and we have to wear these colors. And we have to blah, 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 and it's just all manipulative uh, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they changed it. That's right. Maybe um, eventually, Movistar and Intel will follow up. But no, I mean, like first of all, this I wouldn't. We wouldn't make an ad like this because this doesn't. This is not us necessarily, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But we would have our own. Yeah, but 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 I think we should, we just need to. The key is just to stop trying to meticulously control how everything is viewed of every, everything you do, okay. right? Because you can't control it, mm-hmm. right? You can be honest. You can control whether you're being honest or not. it comes out 100% perfectly well, it doesn't seem genuine. That's right, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we just did one hour. <laughs>